Hey everybody, welcome to the Mavs Corner. This is Kyle, and this is going to be part two of the conversation that I had with Falcon. We go through a lot of different topics, so we had to break it in part, and we go for almost two hours. And so, uh, we talked about our favorite seven-year and eight-year Mavericks on the last episode, on the last portion, and uh, we've got a good one for you on this episode. So, guys, as always, appreciate you listening to the Mavs Corner, and hope you enjoy. And welcome back to the Mavs Corner. I'm still here with Falcon. He will not leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> we, we're moving on to talking about the present, the playoffs, and the future. So I'm sure you guys have already heard or watched or seen the Mavericks season has, like Falcon said at the very beginning, officially ended. It ended Sunday. You listen to this on Tuesday, so it ended two days ago. Mavericks lost, I believe it was 111 to 97 yes, against sir. the Clippers, which is unfortunate, but I say that, and I think, you know what? Our goal, going back, we can go back, guys. We can go back to the episode, and I'm I'm sure Falcon was with us, too. We mm-hmm. talked about our, our goals and expectations, and I still remember Falcon saying that uh, we were possibly not going to make the playoffs instead for the Spurs, which – Anybody at that point could say that, right? Who knows injuries and all that kind of stuff. But we made the playoffs. That was the ultimate goal. We did it. And I think we did even more so. We made some noise, right? And I say we. Luca obviously made the most noise. That Everyone is, like, watching him. In fact, I saw so many tweets the other day, Falcon. I meant to, mention, I meant to talk to you about this. I haven't even talked to Falcon about this off the air. But a lot of people are, are chirping about – how Luca needs to be the new the face of the NBA and not Zion Williamson. And I mean, I would love to hear your input on that, but I just want to before we get to you, Falcon. I just want to say, I of course I agree with all those people that are chirping, right? But it just makes too much sense. The guy, he was an MVP candidate. You can't tell me he was not. We talked about this. He was probably fourth in the league, maybe fifth, but he. he you know, Giannis and LeBron, they were on their own kind of level. But then I put Luca and James Harden together. I can't remember the fifth guy that we were contemplating about right now. But uh, there was a lot of noise for Anthony Davis. A little, I mean, okay, there was a little bit with yeah, him too. Say, after after those four players right there, I I mean, it's I, I feel like that's the universal four. After that, I mean, you can argue guys like Chris Paul, right? Like you can you can argue Whew. Anthony Davis. Huh? Chris Paul. Chris Paul for uh... MVP. You can argue. Like, I'm not saying he would be MVP, but you could argue him for the MVP discussion in the fifth spot, like as a contender. There's definitely huh. articles and people out there. Considering what – okay, so just to speak on the Thunder real quick, since we do live here in Oklahoma City, right? Uh, they were supposed to be a lottery team. This team was not supposed to do anything at all, right? Like, they were supposed to be – a a bottom four team and get a top four pick. Like that was the way it was trending in the off season. Then all of a sudden Billy Donovan was like in the running for coach of the year. Right. It ended up going to Boone Hoser, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, with the bucks, but like he coached them on like, I don't want to say a ragtag squad because there were still a lot of good pieces on there, but talent wise, you lose Westbrook and you lose Paul George. Right. And then you replace it with Chris Paul and like some, some of like, 
elite role players like your your Gallinari's and your um, your SGAs, right? Like this team, while they did have the talent, wasn't supposed to click, wasn't supposed to mesh, wasn't supposed to make any kind of noise, just like how we weren't supposed to make any noise in the playoffs. And here they are taking the uh, taking the Rockets to what, what this will be game six, this next game they play. So, I mean. That's, that's the reason why a lot of people have Chris Paul in that discussion. I say a lot of people, why select people have Chris Paul in this discussion because of how he was able to keep that team together. Because, you know, we all know the, the, the point guard is your floor general. So, Yeah, he's a, he's a good floor general. The, the stats to me, I, I will, I'll play a little bit heavy on the stats here. The stats to me don't point him to be an MVP candidate. Definitely... Uh, one of the most memorable seasons because like you said they were supposed to be a lottery team and so to me it's more of a team effort kind of thing and of course this coincides with what you just said he's the floor general leads the team of course right and he he is the leader in this scenario so yes he does deserve a lot of credit i personally wouldn't put him there i'm not sure if you would either i'm just i, I think what you're saying is several people would especially here in oklahoma he, he's an option is what i'm saying that other people would yeah watch in that discussion, but I, I wouldn't personally, I would have AD Anthony Davis in the, as that fifth spot as the top five. Doesn't he kick people in the groin too? Yeah. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a oh, lot of, man. no, yeah. Shoot, it's kind of top 100 then, man. If he's doing that kind of crap. So, Shoot, Hey, real quick, man. to interject, this is kind of cool. I just got notification. We're doing this podcast around six Oh four hour time. Right. I just got a right. notification two minutes ago that Vince Carter is joining ESPN as an analyst next year well so that's right that's the quickest side since he was on our team for a little while there Big huh. there you go i mean if you can't win a championship join espn right what? <laughs> well <laughs> not not for lack of trying that's for sure not for lack of trying the man played four decades right i mean i say four decades he played in four different decades is that is that correct the the 90s, the 2000s, 2010s, and the 2020s. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, what was I talking about? We were gonna... <laughs> oh, we're talking about Luka Doncic being the new face of the NBA yes. to freaking yes. Zion Williamson. I mean, okay, go ahead, go ahead, Falcon. Chime in, chime in on that okay, one. I know so... we're not, we're kind of going off skew here, but go for it. It's a good one. Let me let me take this all around as far and as deep as I can with this. Okay, so. Uh, be patient with me here. Bear with me. I do want Luca to be the face of the NBA rather than Zion. Maybe, just for a couple of reasons. One, I am a fan, but that is actually like the lowest reason I have. One of the biggest reasons is that basketball now, and, and you've seen it over the past 20 years, right? So before Adam Silver, Donald Sterling, right? Like he did a lot to grow the NBA overseas. This is, the NBA just isn't an American sport now, right? Like it's 100% headquartered here. But as a lot of you guys know, and a lot of our listeners are from overseas, this is not just like basketball is a worldwide sport. It's a universal sport now. And um, to have a face of the league like Luca, right, where he played for Spain, but, uh, you know, like that, that is a very progressive mindset. And that's the way that the world is trending. That, is, that would be really cool. I, I really, really like that idea. And not to mention the talents there, his, uh, his overall mindset and mentality. Like for instance, uh, so this last game when we lost the Clippers, when they officially kicked us out of the playoffs in the 
in the, the season, right? That really foul play from Morris, oh my gosh, where he like was quote unquote going for the ball and just knocked Luca over the head. First off, screw that guy, right? There's a lot of other words I like to use, but first off, screw that guy. But secondly, if you guys caught the post-game interview, Luca didn't say one bad thing about him. He was just like, oh, well, that, that was really bad. It was not good, you know? Uh, I don't, I didn't like how, I didn't like that he did that. But I mean, come on, anybody else is like, nah, dude, forget that guy. Kick him out of the league, spin him, whatever. No, like Luca is just, he's young. He's not temperamental. He's very even keeled. And, and a lot of that you see in his game, uh, but those are all reasons why I really want him over Zion as uh, the new face of the NBA. Now, I do believe that Zion has higher of a ceiling than Luca does, mainly because remember how I said in the past that I think what most most guys around 24, 25 is when you really see their elite talent come out, like their NBA bodies are built and that's where they really shine as far as uh, technique and precision, all that. Um we haven't seen it yet from Zion, obviously. We haven't seen it yet from Luca. I, just personally, I, I believe the body that Zion has allows him to do more things than Luca. Uh, so I think that talent gap is just a little higher, his ceiling, right? I, I say talent gap, that's a bad word. His the talent ceiling, he could potentially rise a little higher than, than Luca. I don't think it'll happen because he's so injury prone. But because he's so injury prone, that's really one of my reasons why. I don't want him to be the face. I like the kid. He's never said anything bad. I know already in New Orleans, he's done a lot of good stuff with community there. Um, but it's just when you're the face of something, you're the man, you are the guy. Now, the reason why LeBron has been the face of the NBA the last few years, not only is because he's an elite player, which Luca is already, right, and what Zion probably can be, but he's been healthy. He's stayed healthy, and he is always relevant. You can't be relevant if you're not on the floor. And Zion is, what, 20 years old and has already missed so many games. Like, dude, they are time managing him, his minutes, already. And he's not – he can't even legally drink alcohol here in the States. So that – all of those are big reasons as to why I think Lucas should get the nod over Zion. The final thing, do I think he will? No, I don't think he will, ultimately, because I still think race is a factor, Right. Um, in the world. It's not just here in our country, although it is a lot more prevalent of a battle going on right now. Um, Af- it's, a, it's an African-American league, no matter what way you, you cut it up. And I think when all is said and done, people are going to be just more comfortable picking with what they know as opposed to something progressive, as I said, with the Luca thing. Now, that's me playing devil's, devil's advocate and giving all the reasons why. Um, I'd really like to hear where you are with that, Kyle. Man, that's um, that's a lot to take in for sure. I uh, I wanted to quickly talk about. You mentioned the Luca and Marcus Morris, dude. That Marcus Morris guy, he's uh, he's about as dirty as dirty, get, right? Oh, yeah, he, he I is. mean, it's. I still think Zaza is the, the dirtiest player in the NBA, but I mean, the Morris brothers are just the hair behind. They're not, and I would put the Morris brothers and Patrick Beverly in the same mold. Like those are all, yeah. all of those guys I mentioned right there. They're all dirty players. And just it's, it's really unbelievable to me. Like this kid is 21 years old. He has the world ahead of him. You're going to intentionally step on his ankle the game before, and then right. you're going to foul him over the head the last game. Like, dude, screw you. Yeah, yeah. And, and Lu- I want to quote Luca. He said, uh, it was a terrible play. What can I say? 
He says, he goes on and says, it's two games in a row he did something like that. I really hoped the first game it wasn't on purpose, but looking back on the foul this game, you know what I think. I don't want to deal with that kind of players. Just move on. And so then Morris, he comes back and he says, cry me a river, clips in six. That's all he says. Okay, that's a great comeback. Clips and sick, cry me river. He's, what? Uh, okay, I, I don't want to go into that anymore. I'm going to get upset. But as far as the Luka being the face of the NBA, um, I agree with pretty much everything you said, to be honest with you. I, I, I would repeat everything, but that took a while. And I really, I'm, I'm glad that you did take the extra time to explain everything. I think everything that you said is the truth. And I want well, – there is one thing I do want to reiterate. It is Zion Williamson and his minutes being managed already because I was going to chime in on that because you did take a second to get to it, but you got to it. Mm-hmm. This guy, he he's more injury-prone than I would think Luka is. The, he's already been injured already his first his – rookie, his rookie season. I think Luka was too, but not to this point. The guy is super heavy. He's got to lose weight if he's going to be a lot lighter on his legs and stuff like that. Otherwise he's going to be pretty good for maybe six or seven years. And then uh, maybe, I mean, we, we've got our own problem with, with our own big dude and Porzingis, which mm-hmm. we got to get to talking about, but uh, Lu- Luca and just, he, he's on a whole, uh, to me, he's on, he's on a different level. He has some kind of, is the Luca magic that everyone refers to. He just has some kind of, spark or he can just he, he just excels in that moment he feeds off of it whereas sure. most people they may be a little nervous or they'll just keep cool this guy is like frozen solid to in his veins and it, and, and it's it's not even that it's 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 reverse he turns like super saiyan or something mm-hmm. uh, i'm not saying zion williamson can't do that but i haven't seen that it's not a super knock on him because his it's a team game right and so he can't take the whole team to the playoffs he, I mean he's not LeBron James LeBron could do it he did he's done it but if he's going to be injured like this he can't do it so uh, he's going to prove me different and uh, do I think that that Luca is going to be the favorite guys I'll be a little bit more optimistic than you I decent chance I'm not going to just say no I although I think mentally I'm thinking no, but in my heart, I'm thinking no. I think he might have a chance. He might. Sure, but uh, I can't. I can't disagree with you. So, who guys? We kind of went a different way on this topic, but we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We've, we've got a lot more. We've got Porzingis. We still like to talk about the playoffs and lots more. So you guys stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mavs Corner. I am here with Falcon, and we're just really we're cooking. We're, we're talking about a lot of good stuff. Uh, we just talked about who the next uh, face of the NBA should be. We think it should be Luca. We're not sure if it's going to be Luca. Very good topic. Go back and listen to it. We've got a lot that we can talk about, but we also have this off season too to lot to talk about. So I'm I'm referring to the Luca Doncic highlight. I'm not sure if we're going to jump into that right now. I'm going to kind of uh, – actually, Falcon, don't you have like a late-breaking deal? Yeah, not so breaking as far as breaking news, but uh, most improved player 
award they just handed it out. I got the notification to <gasps> Brandon of the Pelicans. What? What? Yeah, that. and I think at least this is what the notification said. I think it was because he had four 30-point games the year before when he was with the Lakers. He had 11 this year with the Pels. So I think that's why they went the way they did. But yeah, there's your MIP for the year. Silence. I don't agree <laughs> with that. Crickets, yeah. Uh, I think we both know who it should be. It should have been we'll Boban. We'll, we'll get into that later. I, I do have a topic. It should have been Boban. We'll get into it now. No, we'll get... <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert, it should have been Boban. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> a little right, crazy, well, right? Oh, man. I wish you hadn't brought that up because we could dive into that too. <laughs> Let's talk about – I want to talk about Porzingis and the injury. We're talking about Zion Williamson getting injured, Porzingis getting injured. Uh, <laughs> when he got injured, and uh, obviously we didn't find out until two, two games laid out, two, two or three games. Uh, I think it was two. I thought, you know what? There's this episode that we did on this podcast called uh, Is There a Cause for Concern? And I did this with Falcon. <laughs> and uh, it just made me think of that. So, Falcon, let me ask you. This, this I've got to. Is there a cause for concern with Porzingis being injured? His first playoff series, I mean, what, what are your thoughts? Is, is there a cause for concern, man? There is a cause for concern. Yeah, and if we didn't play this game, I was going to mention it later anyway. Um, but yes, there is cause concern. His age is one thing, right? So we, we knew he wasn't healthy this whole time and with his uh, career with the Knicks before he got traded to us, right? Uh, we know that. But the other thing is this was kind of the it year to show everyone that he can stay healthy and that he can make it all the way through, whether it was the postseason or not, right? Um, dude, this was his first playoffs ever and he couldn't stay on the floor for the like the whole six game series like I'll, I'll never knock a guy for not being 100% healthy since everybody's bodies is built differently right but it's just it's just definitely not a good sign for his future with us because he's he is our second best player and I mean if you look for the future not even his future but our future as an organization the Giannis sweepstakes I mentioned this all the time dude like this isn't super lucrative or not lucrative but alluring to Giannis, if he's going to have to come here and be like, oh, you know what? Like our second or third guy may not be healthy the whole time. That's just not very enticing. We're paying – so we're paying him $27.2 million this year, by the way, to not have our second best player in the playoffs. Now, obviously, we're out now, but, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a huge knock, right? And I, don't, I still don't think we win that series. Again, I, we said this before the playoffs started. Uh, I, I said it for sure uh, – that they were a bad matchup for us, right? I, I don't, I don't think we pull through, but it's a lot better of a series if he was there, and just the fact that he is young and so talented, but can't seem to stay healthy, which is the same knock that we we both talked about uh, this previous segment with Zion. That is one hundred percent all the cause for concern. Here's my cause for concern. With your description of all this, I pulled out like two or three topics that we can go into 10 minutes each. That is my concern. (laughs) (laughs) You talked about uh, Giannis possibly coming and then like, well, it's not as alluring with Porzingis being out with the injuries. Let's just be be real. With Luka and Giannis put together just them two, 
we're 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 winning rings. There's no 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 question, sure. right? I don't think that's an argument. I'm trying to remember what. See, here's here's my other problem because so many things popped up when you when you talked, and I can't remember all of them. But I will say, I looked at Porzingis' stats. He played 57 games. Now I think overall we played somewhere around maybe 80 games overall. I'm talking about playoffs included. I think we played about 80, maybe 79. So that means he missed a solid 20 games. Mm-hmm. And just to reiterate, the guy was getting paid 27 million. I know you you really look at these stats. Yeah. 27.2 million dollars for your second best player and he's he is the most played paid player on the Mavericks team right now. I mean that uh, I know injuries are a thing and I know he is a super tall dude, right? He's mm-hmm. he's one of the tallest in the league right now and there's not a good track record for tall guys and their legs but then you, you pointed out the very first thing his age the guy's 25 now he's he's still young you know i would i would expect this starting off in your early 30s for a tall dude i would expect that You're like okay yeah you can miss you know several games 20 whatever but that's uh not encouraging and then uh, the playoffs i think he got a little emotional and he probably he said he possibly got injured going for a rebound maybe he just wasn't being as careful as he should be i i don't know i would hate for him to have to like play 50 percent the entire time just to stay healthy then he wouldn't be as good you know right exactly i don't want my second best player not playing basically close to 100 percent like I right. justify ninety. If you're not playing at least like an A level, I don't. I don't want you on the floor. I mean, I would rather have a bench player out there. This is the playoffs. This is the make it or break it. Uh, and we've said in earlier episodes, right? Experience. This, this is the experience that they needed to get. And um, you know, I thought Luca was going to be out more. His injury looked way worse than uh, KP's. Right. And I, I get that we also didn't know that KP was injured until later. Uh, but I mean, just look at how Luca was banged up compared to what. The, the punishment that KP took, right? So, I mean, you know, all things considered, it's just crappy because I don't see another way of saying, oh, well, you don't want to be injured? Well, get smaller, right? Like, don't be seven foot three. Like, that's, that's you, you can't help that. So, it's just, it sucks because of all the work he put on. He put on, he shed like all the baby fat. He put on muscle, right? We were joking about him uh, being the Russian boxer from. Uh, Rocky, I'm, I'm blanking on Ivan Drago. There we go. Yeah, exactly. In the offseason, for the same thing that happened ultimately, which is him get injured, it's just, it's, it sucks. Yeah, he transformed his body tw- at least twice. So he, he shed the baby fat and then he became Ivan Drago and then he started losing the muscle because he, his ideal uh, scenario is to not be as big as he got prior to the season starting doesn't help him as far as his shooting form is from what I was reading and from what he, as far as his interviewing goes. So he's been very, uh, very uh, conscious of his body and his fitness. And it stinks that he's still getting injured like this. And uh, hopefully, hopefully he does better next year. And you, you hit it on the head as far as the playoff experience. Like that was very good playoff experience. I'll be, albeit crappy players like Marcus Morris. I hate that bull crap. It's junkyard dog. Shouldn't yeah. never be part of the basketball. I mean, there's there's a time to like like talk, you know, or yell at each other kind of thing or sm- smack talk. 
but mm-hmm. to like basically deliberately going after a player to injure him, I mean, right. you can't. You, I don't know if you can convince me otherwise. I'll, I'll, I give you a chance, but no, I'll, I'll never see the other side of that. It's just because okay. it's flagrant. No matter how you look at it, the first time, okay, if you were somehow to able to convince it, like that second time, there's, there's no way. There's a history, yeah. there's a pattern. It's established, and, and at some point, you just can't ignore that. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with you now because I, I was thinking more of just the first, the first play. I haven't seen the, the second injury as many times as the first one. Uh, oh, man. So that's what I was more. I'll, I'll say this to Luca too because I did basically call call him level headed earlier. You know, he's he even has a nickname like Cool Hand Luca, right? But uh, dude, when he got hit in the head and then like he got back up immediately and almost tried to rush him, like bull rushing, and he had to get held back. Uh, and, and you like to see that, right? Because at some point you're a man, you are who you are deep down. You're not going to let some dude punk on you like that. So that was really cool to see too. Right, like that's also in line with what you were talking about. How you know some plays, you know how you have an enforcer kind of on every team. Like some guys, you just have to have to kind of bully other players around. And whenever that happens, you want to have teammates that stay by your side, which is what KP did in the first game when he shouldn't have got ejected but did. Right, but uh, you know, like all of this is built into the game. Aside from how Marcus did what he did, that right there, the, the flagrant fouls. That is not. That's just him being a crappy dude that is i agree he said uh it was good to see luca like kind of not retaliate but like he was kind of right yeah he He still has that fire in him you know like he's 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 level-headed because he needs to be because he also he's he's 21 years old and he's so smart he realizes that he could potentially be the face of the league but that what he does has so much impact right like on little kids that are looking up to him now like six-year-old seven-year-old kids that are going out shooting the ball going luca right like kind of how we did it with Kobe, you know, RIP. But, uh, you, you know, he, he's just always so aware, not just on the court, but off. And I think that's why he's, he's so cool to, to see the other fiery side of that, right? Like the yin to yang, to see him just so emotional and was like, yo, I'm not going to let you push me around like this. And he got up like super heated. That's, that's still nice to see. Like, yeah, okay. I, I want that dude leading my team. I don't want a guy that just got bopped over the head and got something dirty happened to him twice in a row, not doing something, not about it, right? Like, I, I want a leader. And it shows that, hey, you know what? Fighting is really never the answer, but sometimes it's what it comes down to. I want the guy that can make that choice. And, and you're saying that makes him a, a better man and, or a man, right? Right, that's what I'm saying. It, it makes him it, – it shows that he's still human inside, but it makes him a better man because he's aware that he, he can't do that, right? But the second time, right, you know, see. like, it's just – it is I is. totally agree with you. This is all in seriousness. I agree with you. But at the same time, listeners, I am reeling Falcon in. There's been several times on different episodes, he'll say something and it reminds me of a movie. So, Falcon, what song am I thinking of when you say that Luca's becoming a man? Oh, I mean, one of the best Disney movies ever made. <laughs> Come on, it's Mulan. I'll make a man out of you. I'll make a man out of you. <laughs> Oh man, I was keeping that in for a while. I was just slowly reeling you in there, but yeah. <laughs> I but I prefaced it in all seriousness. I agree with everything you said. It's I agree. Oh <laughs> uh, awesome. boy, I don't even know where we got off to. We were talking about injuries and Porzingis. It is a cause for concern. 
we'll leave mm-hmm. it at that. Alright guys, that's going to do it for the second part of our conversation with Falcon. Talking about a lot of different topics. Uh, as always, thank you for listening to the Mavs Corner. You can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. It's going to be at Mavs Corner. Send us any comments, questions, anything like that. We'll be more than happy to reply to you. And as always, thank you for listening to the Mavs Corner. You guys have a good day.